Hey, good morning, friends. Skip here. January 9th, 8.45 a.m., much later than usual. Uh, we are snowed in. It appears that we've maybe got about 10 inches of snow still coming down, uh, which will probably uh, strand us for the next few hours. Uh, probably by late this afternoon we'll start shoveling out, but here we are. And of course, <clears throat> working for the public school system means that uh, I don't work today. So I greet you on a very snowy January 9th. Uh, my wife and I leave on <clears throat> on Thursday for our journey to warmer climate for a few days. And thank goodness, because it's supposed to get down below zero. So I hope wherever you are, you are warm and um, weathering the winter. No, not a fan of the winter, that's for sure. I'm not. I want to talk today about hacking the matrix, what that means. You you see a lot of that uh, kind of saying these days, don't you? At least I do. Uh, they're on memes, they're on shirts, that saying in one way or another is <clears throat> is in a lot of places in our society. Um, hacking the matrix, what does that mean? Well, you know, uh, and if you've listened to the podcast at all over the past almost three years, you know that one of my favorite movies uh, is The Matrix, um, I've talked about it a million times. I won't go too far in depth here. Uh, but that's really uh, where the thought comes from. The fact that we don't live in a reality that is real. And that we need to do something about that. That's what, you know, that's really what the movie's about. And that saying that I think really gained popularity from the movie. I think that's what it I think that's what people are trying to say in their own way <clears throat> that the things that are wrong in the world we need to address the things that are false the things that are made up we need to address in some way and you know I even before that movie I think people still thought that I think that's been a thought that is pretty prevalent through human history <laughs> that we need to do something about the things that are wrong, that, that don't seem right. Now, here's the problem, is that every attempt to hack that matrix, right, every attempt to, to introduce a new software, if you will, or a new way of thinking into that matrix, into the false reality has kind of failed. Uh, and it's because, in my opinion, the reason we haven't been able to hack the matrix, I'm using air quotes, is because we keep trying to hack it with itself. We keep trying to hack the matrix with things derived from the matrix. We, In other words, in the lingo of finding meaning, we keep trying to change the false reality with the false reality. 
So we uh, invest in a, a religious belief. We invest in a political belief. We invest in <clears throat> a, a type of self-help or what have you. And you know, maybe sometimes some things can get better. Right? After all, politics brought about things like the civil rights movement and then the equal rights legislation that came through in the mid-60s. So, I mean, there are things that can, can assist. However, even with all that work and all those achievements, we still have racism. And so we don't, we haven't hacked that part of the matrix. Maybe we've improved the lives of some people. Although I think if you talk to people who are victims of prejudice, you would probably get a different story. Uh, my point is that, yes, we need to hack the false reality. We need to interrupt it. We need to disrupt it. We need to introduce something better. But we have to do it outside of the prescribed boxes that we keep trying. You know, one of the, one of the lessons I learned when I began my journey uh, into recovery from alcohol and drugs is the definition of insanity. And the definition of insanity is to continue to do the same thing, expecting different results. You've heard that before, I guarantee it. Well, let me tell you, folks, this is what we have tried to do. We have done the same thing. We have proposed variations of the same religions. We've proposed variations of the same political thought. We've proposed variations of, of the same self-help concepts. And we're still <clears throat> struggling with all the things that <clears throat> that we always have. <clears throat> right now, as I'm speaking to you, January 9th, 2023, 24, sorry, <clears throat> um, wars are going on. Prejudice is happening. Uh, political movements that are authoritarian and scary are happening around the world. And you have to wonder why, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to wonder to yourself, why? Let me get a drink here. Why after all the <clears throat> sociological um, attempts to change the world, why all the revolutions, all the all the uh, justice movements, all the political movements that try to address injustice. Why are we still? Why are we still here? Right? Why? Why is the world the same way it always has been? Now, one can say, "Well, that's human nature." I think that's an easy way out. <laughs> I think. I think people have done that for a long time. They kind of shrug their shoulders and. 
well, that's just the way it is. That way they don't have to do anything about it, right? Then they don't have to change anything. If we say that's just the way it is, then we don't have to do anything because we can't. It's a a convenient excuse. I want to offer to you how how, uh, we can hack the matrix. And if you listen to the podcast, this will be no surprise. We hack it through kindness. We hack the matrix. We hack the false reality. We disrupt the false reality through love. As a matter of fact, not only do we hack the matrix and disrupt it, we create a new reality, an authentic reality, through the acts of love and kindness, generosity, through the act of living more simply, through the act of living more generously, through the act of practicing more patience. These things that seem like, well, you know, just better aspects of being human. They are better aspects of being human. But I'm convinced that ultimately they really are what it means to be human. That how we should interact, how we should be to each other is kindness, is generosity, is love, is forgiveness. Now, that doesn't mean you got to like everybody. Don't forget, we're still living out of the matrix, right? We're still here. And there are some folks who are just straight up toxic that you don't want to be around. I, hey, I've cut lots of toxic people out of my life. Uh, and sometimes cutting toxic people, toxic uh, institutions out of your life is a practice of kindness towards you, towards yourself. Uh, you don't have to expose yourself to the toxicity of things, to the toxicity of the matrix. So I'm not talking about like, you know, kumbaya, let's love everyone, rose-colored glasses, uh, you know, we're all going to join hands and buy the world a Coke. Forgive the old, <laughs> I'm showing my age, if you remember that commercial, uh, the Coca-Cola commercial where everyone joined hands and they sang. Uh, we're not going to do that. Because we're dealing mostly, mostly, Um, with people who are just not aware that there's anything else. And that's why we keep reinforcing the matrix rather than hacking it. The matrix, of course, being the false self, the false reality. We keep reinforcing it even when we try to change it. So, you know, call me a dreamer if you want. What I... What I'm talking about in Finding Meaning is a radical new way of being human. I'm not talking about another program here, folks. I'm not talking about five steps to this or ten ways to that. You know, those were noble attempts at, at transforming lives, and they probably have helped a lot. But I think it's time now we just name this stuff. And, you know, the matrix, the false self is... The way we've learned to be where hatred and prejudice and fear uh, are the ways of, of reality and the authentic reality, the true reality that, that really is a reflection of who we truly are. <clears throat> Those things don't exist. Hatred, fear, prejudice, uh, poverty, uh, They can't exist when we love each other. They can't exist when kindness is the way 
of life. They can't exist. You can't have someone live uh, in poverty. You can't have children starve to death in a world where generosity is the motivating uh, feeling, the motivating action. And I just, I just have to say that. You know, I, I, I get, <coughs> yeah, I hope you hear a little frustration in my voice because I get so tired of people saying, well, you know, that's just the way it is and there are forces at work. And blah, blah. That's all the matrix, my friends. And if you really want to hack it, you have to live outside of that. You have to live outside of these dualistic, uh, fear-based, greed-based, transactional notions of what it means to be human. So, in conclusion, (laughs) if you really want to hack the matrix, love people, have healthy boundaries, You're not going to love someone who's toxic. If they're toxic or if something's toxic to you, get it out of your life. I don't care what it is. An institution, a chemical, another person. But if we live out of love and kindness and generosity, then I think we fulfill sort of the loftier notions of of the religions. We fulfill the loftier ideas of the philosophical notions of the great religious thinkers, the great spiritual thinkers. But it's, it's an actionable thing. It's, it's not about belief. It's about being. It's about becoming something. Not just adhering to a, a, a set of ideas and beliefs that they themselves derive from the matrix. So if you really want to hack the matrix, you know, open the door for the person who's got their arms full uh, buy the coffee, buy someone lunch. Uh, you know, give someone some money if they need it, or some time if they need it, or a smile if they need it. Then you'll be hacking the matrix. Then you'll be introducing a new reality into the world, and that's what it takes. I hope that doesn't sound too naive, because let me tell you, folks, everything in this world is lined up against the idea of love. But when we really live it, things change. There you have it. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.